Hi guys, welcome to episode 9 of the Spoken Podcast. I am here today with Leo from Faded Barbershop and also Plus Products. Do you like that? I like that. Do you like how I, I added like that. that on? <laughs> I know. So Leo has joined us today. He's a very, very busy man. So I'm very happy that you're here. And he also brought beers. Had to. to. Podcast sponsored by Pure Blonde. (laughs) Uh, And we're watching our calories and carbs, which is superb. Um, So yeah, thank you very much for coming on, man. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm really grateful and appreciative to to be here and to be on your platform. And um, yeah, to be able to talk about, you know, uh, the academy and Everything. barbering, my Everything. story. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to be that. here, man. Thank you for having me. It's so cool. It's like, this one is one which we've spoken about probably before we even started the podcast yeah. that we're getting you on. So it's cool. Um, all right, let's start off. Most important thing. Yeah. Top five songs. Well... I'm also going to do mine as yeah. well, right? Just so you know. So. Damn, you wrote them in your diary and everything? I wrote them down because I'm like, I'll think, right. man, my memory is well, terrible. I didn't choose the songs that I chose. I didn't want to go ahead with like Snoop Dogg and like your, your classic, like, because yeah. they're fair. a given. So I just kind of wanted to go with what I've been listening to recently, right now. I love it. And um, so lately I've been listening to, and the boys at the barbershop will know this because I have it on repeat all day, <laughs> um, Ocean Alley. Touch, yeah, nice. touch back down nice which is one of the newer releases i've been loving that that's sick. um what about your first one so i've got completely opposite of what you have right all right so what i normally do is like what i've listened to for the week right okay and cool. obviously what happened yesterday i watched super bowl oh, okay so yeah. halftime show it's like <laughs> i started doing it and then i'm like oh no actually i should change this so i went like my first one's two pack do for love oh uh, yeah it's like classic yeah, very right. nice um, the next one I had was a um, Spanish one that I was listening to in the car, and I always find myself going to listen to it. It's called um, Escapate Conmigo by Osuna. And My pants just flew off <laughs> as you said that. <laughs> it's very, uh, I don't know if you get a chance to YouTube it, Escapate Conmigo by Osuna. 100%. Nice song. You can send me that. Yeah, I'll send I will, you that. I love that. You'll love it, bro. You will love it. Uh, I will love that. All right, my second. I've gone two-pack again. I've gone California Love after yeah? there. Like, Damn. I know. He's, like, they smashed that yesterday, so I'm like, oh, I've got to put that in. Um, I, I've go. been loving Sticky Fingers lately. Yep. Um, again, the boys at the barbershop will know I've been rinsing it. Yeah, sticky Fingers, um, especially uh, Cool and Calm. That's probably just one that I can just play and just cruise <laughs> along to anywhere. Yeah, any sick. any Any place that I'm at, I can put that song on. And that's cool. It sets the tone for the place. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's cool. Um, all right, I've gone like my my next three are like extremely cheesy, right? Yeah. Cut Valentine's Day yesterday, obviously. <laughs> so gone. I'm gonna do a little bit of cheese. Yeah. So I've gone um, Al Green. Let's stay together. Oh, great song! I was man. like, I know it is a great song and also romantic. Yeah, because I am very romantic, obviously. What are the so other two? I've gone um, Temptations, My Girl. Yeah, nice. And also, then I've just changed it up. Fleetwood Mac everywhere oh yeah nice bro i, I like so the way you like, finished that yeah, no, very big contrast it. from you know one to the other bro i know how's two pack to fleetwood <laughs> mac it's like that sums me up <laughs> well i had um brand new by blast um i had jam by Wizkid. yeah i've been really i like the afro beats Wizkid. sick and um what was the other one that i had um uh i don't remember the other one i i it's hard for me to choose favorite songs. Man, it's, it's like asking me what my favorite movie is. 100%. It's the hardest thing in the world. That's yeah. why I say to people, I'm like, 
it can it can be just your five songs on the day because people are like my top five favorite songs is like everyone who we've had on here is like I can't pick my top five. Yeah. Like, it's impossible to yeah. pick my top five. It's, it's so. impossible. I, I get asked it all the time, like, at the barbershop, because we have, like, yeah. the TVs, music videos playing all yeah. day long. And, um, yeah, I get asked all the time, and I go, man, like, my, that's like asking me my favorite movie, bro. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> there's so many movies, so many genres out there. And it's there's always, like, a certain time that's fitting for a song. Yeah, 100%. You know, and there's certain songs where... Um, you just kind of look at the crowd and you know, like this song's not going to work right change, now. Like change. I love this song, but <laughs> yeah. this, this song isn't going to work for this vibe right now. Do you now. find that hard in the shop? Like, is there stuff which you're like, I love this song, but then the boys are like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like there's so many times that I'll get like a, a, like a 40 or 50 year old Aussie tradie come <laughs> yeah. in and I'm like, I'm putting on some Bruce Springsteen right now before this guy, <laughs> yeah. at least the windows are tinted and I can see him coming from a mile away yep. and I'm putting on like my eighties playlist. <laughs> You know, so he feels like he's come from the car, listening to CFM, yeah, and he's like, straight to the transition's easy. I like that. I try not to, nah, I, I don't do that often, but um, <laughs> I, our, our, our um, shop playlist is very, um, man, you, you, from one second, you will go from like um, Wham! Last Christmas, yep. so then you'll be going to listening to... <laughs> tiger taste yeah and then you're going to listening to sticky fingers so you ask anyone man and at the shop we have a variety of (laughs) of genres of music because man they say that art decorates um you know they say that art decorates space and music decorates time you know and um i think having a having a variety a good variety of um of music is important and any not just barbershop but any place absolutely just being diverse with your music man absolutely and you 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 grow, your music changes as you get older. Well, that's the thing. That's what I've like. I mean, my music selection is completely random. Like my tattoos. I got like Frank Sinatra, then I got like Tupac and Nirvana. And it's like people <laughs> are like, it. what? That's mad. But yeah, it's just completely random. Mm. But I mean, that's why we kind of wanted to put this into the podcast. Because it's, it's really interesting because... I would have never had you down as an Ocean Alley fan, nah, right? Man. I just wouldn't have because I was like, I don't think you would listen to Ocean Alley. <laughs> I love Ocean Alley, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, that's unreal. That's really cool. All right. <laughs> let's get into nitty gritty yeah. stuff then, right? Right. So let's go back. Leaving school. Yeah. So what was the career kind of pathway which you were thinking when you were leaving school? What was your thing? Was it always barbering or was it like... I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. All of my friends... Um, were like going to uni or getting a trade and they seemed like they knew what they wanted to do immediately. (laughs) And I just felt this immense pressure from like my parents and my peers and society that when you leave school, you have to go to uni and you have to get a degree and get a job and then get a relationship (laughs) and get married. And man, as somebody who's super creative and super out of the box, yep. I'm like, I don't want to do that shit, yeah. man. I don't <laughs> That's wanna, not me. Like, I want to, like, live. And yeah. I, I just finished, like, 12 years of school. I don't want to go back into 100%. schooling. So, 100%. my original plan was to have, like, a gap year. Yep. And then decide what I want to do if I want to study or work. And then that gap year, like, um, yeah, I just worked. I got a job at KFC. Sick. First job ever. How good. Um, And then I only, uh, like, actually, I got the job, like, before I finished school at KFC. But then when I actually finished school... I got a job at um, Culture Kings. Nice. And um, this was before Culture Kings is like what it is now. Yeah. It was like kind of 
up and coming. It was in South. Oh, I was in Brisbane actually at the job, but they moved me to Southport because yep. um, I just moved to the Gold Coast. I moved from Brisbane to the Gold Coast in 2010, and I moved to Southport. And man, I was just going through the motions. Um, and in the time I was at Culture Kings, I was um, studying. And I was studying digital media and that was like graphic design. And halfway throughout that, um, I didn't really, I didn't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I guess I was just distra- uh, distracted yep. with going out clubbing and <laughs> um, hanging out with my friends and yep. drinking and like smoking weed. And I just, I don't know. I just, I just, I got distracted. If, yeah. if you would have put me in a graphic design class now. As a, as a 28 year old with yep. kids and like I could see the value in it 100% and I would be like this is great I love yep. this but as a 18 year old I was like <laughs> nah, man I, I, I feel like me. I'm back at school 100%. so I yeah I just um, I dropped out continued working at Culture Kings and I didn't know what I wanted to do man I, I was just enjoying working there Being, working there as an 18 year old yeah I was gonna a say a shop like that just started 100%. it was the coolest job in the world yep. and I felt like the coolest guy in the world yeah, like, that's I'm like, it. I always got the freshest clothes <laughs> yeah. and um, and one of the DJs who worked at Culture Kings um, his name was DJ O his name his real name is Marley shout out to Marley um, his name's he goes by the name DJ O I always listened to DJ O's mixtapes and I always admired DJ O, yep. you know, and to work at Culture Kings and to have him working there, yeah, that's sick. I would come to work nervous and be like, oh man. And, <laughs> and then I remember I would put songs on USBs and I would give them to Marley, DJ O, and yep. I would say, man, can you play this yeah, in the so shop? Cool. Can you play this? And, and he <laughs> said to me one day, man, you got a good ear. Like you, you, you got good music. Yep. Um, you should be a DJ. Yeah. And, for him saying that to me, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna be a DJ. Yeah. I'm gonna be fucking I'm buying DJ. Dax. I'm a DJ. I'm the next <laughs> DJ. And um, I said, man, would you teach me? And he was like, yeah, man. And um, I would go to the clubs with him. I would go to like um, Sin City yep. and like Shooters and um, oh no, actually it wasn't Shooters. It was just Sin City. And I would just watch him like a hawk, and I would just watch him DJ. And he would give me like a drink card because the DJs get this little card yep. to drink, yep. free drinks. And when he would give me the card, I would see it as a test. I would see it as like, <laughs> this guy is trying to see if I'm just here to get free drinks. Exactly, off him or yeah. Be there to be cool because being a DJ is cool. But I was yep. literally there just to learn. I just wanted to watch him do his thing. And, um, and, yeah, I would never accept his card. I'm like, no, I'm all good. I'm on yeah. the waters tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of got to this point where he was like, all right, man, like I've kind of shown you enough. Now you need to buy your own decks. Yep. So we can move on. And I didn't have any money, you know. And at the time, as I said, I was working at Culture Kings. Um, one of the barbers there, um, he said, man, um, because I'm very creative. I used to I used to carry around this book with me and on my lunch breaks, I would sketch. Yeah, see. And he said, man, can I look at your book? Sorry, excuse me. That's Cut pure that blunt. That's pure blunt. And um, <laughs> he goes, so he goes, bro, what do, you ha- what do you carry that book around for? And I said, oh, I, I do drawings and shit. And he looked at, he's like, can I have a look? And I said, yeah. And he goes, man, you, you're a really good drawer. Like, you should be a barber. Yeah. And I laughed in his face. <laughs> and I, I remember clear as day, um, uh, 
being a young 18 year old you know i know we're politically correct here <laughs> yeah and i laughed at him and i said nah that's gay yeah you know and he was like what that's not that's not gay like it's yeah. a good job and and i was like 18 years old dropped out of tafe i was like yeah all right i'll do it and in my head i said i said i said <laughs> i said i'm gonna be a barber <laughs> now nah, i said i'm gonna drop i'm gonna um learn this and i'm gonna make enough money to buy my decks yeah i love that and That's i'm cool. gonna go back into djing but i'll just do this for a bit of money yep so the next year he opened up a shop called legend cuts on mermaid mermaid waters this was like 2011 2012 and um i started learning from him and i loved it I, yep. I ended up just loving it man and from then yeah the rest is history i just stuck to it and i did i did try other things you know i did try studying sound production um which wasn't for me and i tried going into real estate and that wasn't for me and i just kind of stuck it out with with barbering and yeah and it wasn't until i had my kids that I realized they kind of gave me that drive yeah, where cool. I had to decide, okay, am I going to be a barber for the rest of my life? Well, not the rest of my life, but I need to do something to provide for my family 100%. now. Am I going to stop barbering and go back to sound production or graphic design or real estate, which I didn't really want to? Yeah. Or am I going to stick to barbering and try open a shop? Because at that time, I had so much experience working in other people's small businesses, watching how they operate their small businesses. I've collected enough data and knowledge that I'm ready to open up yeah, that's my cool. business. You know? That's awesome. So that's, sorry, I went a bit off topic on no, how it's I good. got into barbering. That's good. But it's that's good. kind of where, it's kind of where I was at after school. Yeah. You know, and I could try to summarize it. Well, it's obviously, <laughs> it's funny, right? Because we met through the Barber Academy, mm. but we actually met before that because I used to get tattooed by Dan Razor. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Vanguard. Tigers. I know, Shout I know. Dan should be sponsoring this. I know. Dan used to be in a band with Pete, who edits this podcast. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so then I know. I met Pete. Yeah, I, I know. That's what I mean. I'm like, <laughs> Pete's probably gonna be like, I know Leo. He's like, so no, yeah. No. So Dan was tattooing me at the time. Was an apprentice and was basically like, if you just let me do whatever, you can do it, do it cheap. And I was like, wow, hundred percent. So. I still remember the day, right? Because it was when I got my back done. And I think I've told everyone this story, but I wanted to have a big family tree on my back for some reason. And I was like, I want to have all the, my names on my family and stuff like that. <laughs> Thinking back, I'm like, thank goodness I didn't do that. And Dan was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. So I've come in the day and he's like, I've been thinking, man, um, I'm really good at doing skulls. Huh? And I'm like, I went, Dan, I'm not a skull guy. Huh? I'm like, I literally, I don't, like, I don't even like skulls. And he was like, oh, I've done this sick one though. And he's pulled out this thing. And I was like, oh, that does look sick. Got a skull on my back. And like, yeah. so, so everyone always yes. asks me, they're like, why the skull? And I'm like, well, funny story. So yeah, it has nothing to do with my family or anything. But, and I do need to get it finished by Dan as well. He's still going to, Oh, I'm man. like, oh, That's man, I'm so glad. So Dan, come on, open up a slot, surely. I know, 100%. He's, he's too busy, it. man. He's oh. too busy. But That's sick. I didn't I know. know that. Yeah. So I would have ran into you like in percent when I was at Black Market. Exactly. Yeah. So I would have been in there getting tattooed while you were getting absolutely smashed doing haircuts. Yeah. Because I remember saying to Dan, I was like, because we just kind of started the hairdressing school and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is Leo busy? And he's like, he gets pumped, man. I'm like, he's... Like, we need to put more barbers on. He's like, yeah. he's always busy. 
So yeah, it was. Anyway, I'm going off topic now. <laughs> no, but yeah, it. it was brilliant. So I know you mentioned there, uh, starting to open up a barbershop and stuff like that. So you may not classify yourself as an entrepreneur. <laughs> I know I sent you that text earlier, and I was like, you didn't say anything <laughs> no, back it. to that, I'll but you it. are, you are, I'll right? So obviously, with we'll talk about your product for a start because I want to know the background behind that, like why you started it, kind of what was in your head to go. I'm gonna do that because it is such a huge thing to do. Like, yeah. and a lot of people would say, "Don't do it. It costs so much money up front to do it and stuff like that." Yeah. So, what was kind of the trigger to go? You know what? I am gonna do this. I am gonna do this. So, I think, um, I, think I, I don't know what I don't know what triggered me to just do it. Mm. I think it was just the, like a combination of things in my life that made me just realize, like, fuck it. Yeah. Like just. You know, like, I don't know why. And I, I got to admit, one of, one of, like, my biggest inspirations, which I didn't realize at the time, was um, the boys from King Brown, yeah. which is Dane and Dean. Exactly. Shout out to King yeah. Brown. Dane was on here last week. Was he? Yeah. That's sick. We haven't released that yet, but Dane That's was on cool. here last week. Well, yeah. um, just seeing these boys, like, when I spoke to Dane, um, and just seeing these boys, local guys from Burley, just doing it. Yeah, 100%. You man. know, and... They're not even from a background of barbering. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and um, and I mean that in respectful, like just to, just to see them and go, man, these guys are doing it. That's sick. That's inspiring to me. Hundred percent. And you know, then I just put it in the back burner of my head, and I thought that that's mad. I opened up my shop, and I guess after opening up my shop and dealing with certain staff, then I realized, like, um, you know what? Like, I throughout my time as a barber. I've used Layright, I've used Muck, I've used Uppercut, King Brown, other, countless other yep. brands. Um, and I've always loved it, but I've always like wanted something specific. I wanted something that's like, can be used um, as a once, like a all-in-one one product. One-stop shop, yep. And that's when, I, that's when I started reaching out to different factories overseas into what they can provide. Yep. And I literally sent them like 10 products. Yep. And I said, I want this from this product. I yep. want this from this. I want this. I want you to give me all the pros and get rid of all the cons. Love that. That's but to cool. me, like the cons might have been, you know, what you might consider. I don't know if you wanted an oily product. I didn't want an oily exactly. product. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. If, if you wanted something that lasts, um, like you, like it, something that's, um, last when you go for a surf and you come back out yep. it's still in your hair I wanted something that's easy to wash out you know 100%. all these different like qualities I wanted specifically and I just went for it I reached out to this factory overseas who could provide me what I wanted yep and and um, they pretty much said um, oh sorry it, it went for it went on for like about a year I was going to say how long was the it process went on for about a year yeah. back and forth Yep. Just like, oh, this is too... Like, they would send me samples and I would send it back. I would give them feedback and go, this is too this, this is yep. too that. I need more of this. And if if you would have told me that it would have taken a year of going back and forth, yep. I would have been like, nah, don't worry yeah. about it. Don't yeah. worry. I'll just stock this. So I'll just stock that. Exactly. But at the, at the three-month mark and then the six-month mark, I was like, I'm way too invested in this. Yep to turn back now exactly and then it got to the year mark and the product was actually becoming something that i was like oh i'm, I'm happy with this yeah like, this is actually awesome. getting cool 
And um, yeah, obviously I just made like a batch. I negotiated because they're, you know, they said, oh, okay, now you've got to buy 10,000 of us. Yeah. And I said, whoa, <laughs> hang on. Like, nope. <laughs> can, I, can I just get like 500 or 1,000 yep. off you? And they were like, oh, they were very reluctant. They were like, okay, fine. And um, yeah, we worked, we worked that out. And luckily because of the, the barbers that I know who own barbershops and yep. stuff, um, it wasn't the most appealing looking product. You know, it was, if, for those who can remember, it was like a small black tub yep. with a sticker slapped on it. And I knew in my head I wanted it looking the way that it looks now. Exactly, yeah. At the time, I'd run out of the money. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll, yeah. just, I'll just provide it to the people. And yeah, man, it was so far, it's been a hit. Like so far, I've had a lot of positive feedback. And the fact that it's such a versatile product exactly exactly that i mean that's what i know i gave you that feedback from the start it's like and i said the same thing to dane i was like it's good that there's brands out there who haven't got forty thousand different products going yeah. like oh yeah well you have to buy the full range yeah and i'm like well sadly we're not in a position to buy the full range yeah. and a lot of shops aren't man so it's great that that's happening i said exactly the same thing to dane i was like it's awesome because yeah it's it's very much that's Dane's philosophy as well. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, nah, I don't want it to be 40,000 products. It's like, well, that's for that. That's for that. Sweet. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, and it's, um, it's a very, very interesting one. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, all right. Here's a bit of a twist. A lot of our students always ask. They're like, oh, I want to open up a shop. I want to open up a shop. What advice would you give them if they wanted to um, step into that world? Obviously bearing in mind you could go off on a tangent yeah. here like we were just talking about i always try and give the feedback of look work in shops yeah work in experienced shops work with experienced people like yourself like what kev did and really be like okay that's the level mm. yeah. because yeah. that's what that's what i think it is it's like yeah we can teach them everything here but again that's only 12 months worth of barbering yeah and it's like obviously you've had many years of barbering mm. you know what i mean yeah. and it's like yeah, so what would be kind of your recommendation, I suppose? Yeah, well, I guess it's kind of along the lines of what you're saying. Like, yeah. I, I think the best thing I could have done is, well, I'm lucky that most barbershops are small business owned exactly. on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Unless you're talking like Jimmy Rods, Just Cuts, um, Tommy Guns. Yep. Um, most shops are owned by the owner. That's a barber and he's working in the shop. Exactly. You know, so I was lucky enough that every shop that I've worked at, you know, like Legend Cuts, God Barber, um, All Stars and Chugan, like the countless shops, like Black Market, yep. I've worked alongside the owners and just being observant and being like asking them questions and yeah, just soaking in all that knowledge and how, why do you do that and how, why do you do this? And, and I guess I got, yeah, I just, I, I kind of consider myself lucky that. I've worked alongside all these other people. And not only that, but also my mum and dad have owned their own businesses. Yep. Asking them questions. It definitely helps. Yeah. It, yeah. Asking them questions, you know. Um, I think that's been the biggest thing for me. Um, but then again, in saying that, when I opened my business, that's been massive growth for me. Yeah, 100%. You know, because I'm a different person to who I was four years ago 100% man. dealing with staff yep like dealing with um, just just um, dr like little dramas or trivial trivial things dealing with 
um, tax things, accounting things, yep. um, loopholes and what I have to do, you know, counsel, just dealing with those, th- those things. I think um, just doing it and yep. then dealing, dealing with these obstacles, I think 100%. that's the best thing. If you could go back, would you do it all again? Uh, what, barbering? Everything. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, would you, go, would you go into barbering again? And then from your barbering, would you go into opening up a shop again? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I think I would. I don't know. That's a hard one. I know. I that's like a- the can you go back <laughs> questions. 100%, that's man. It's so hard because, like, um, I, don't, I, I, I don't just look at the the negative like yeah it's a, it's such a hard question 100% it is such a hard 100%. question 100% cuz i don't i don't just look at the um the bad things yep or even if they are super bad super traumatic and i'm not just talking about barbering but like in my life like that, if, yeah. if like relationship wise if i was to go back would i change anything and i feel like i've learned what i've needed to learn yep from that yeah that's it and um i never really look back wishing what i can change i always look back at what i can learn yeah not, that's awesome what i want to change because there's always something to learn man there's always something and it's not just barber related like um i feel like you need to you have to if you want to grow and if you want to mature i want to be a better dad absolutely i want to be a better partner yep. i want to be a better boss and i want to be a better friend to my friends you know like so i'm constantly like um i'm constantly pulling apart my past experiences yeah that's awesome i try i guess i'm overthinking sometimes but i'm always finding myself just chilling there going then what could i i shouldn't have said that yeah you know the fact that i said that was probably a bit inconsiderate i should have pulled him aside and or pulled her aside and yep. said that in private you know i'm always thinking about what i could have learned and what i could have done better you know, but it's like, always good that you can reflect like that. Yeah. You know some, what I mean? If you were like, man. nope, yeah, some I was right. Don't. That's it. Yeah. So, and I used to be like that, man. Like I say it all the time to mom, I'm like, shit, looking back, like, I don't know, six years ago, maybe. Yeah. It's like, I would have been, it didn't matter what anyone said. I was right. Yeah. You were wrong. That's it. Yeah. Although my partner's probably watching <laughs> this and she's like, you're still like that. You dickhead. <laughs> but I'm trying to change, honestly. Yeah. But, um, I know it's a very it's a very interesting one we should cover education obviously (laughs) as you are an educator through the barber academy so what was has that always been something since you entered barber in which you were like that would be really cool to do or was it something which when you opened up the shop it was like you were working with people and thought you know what I am educating these people in the shop so why can't I kind of broaden that up or yeah I mean it was it was a combination of both things. Yeah. It was a combination of me being an apprentice and the guy who taught me, he was from Iraq mm. and English was his second language. So I was very much thrown into the deep end Yep. and said, you know, you just do the cut. <laughs> but why do I pick up the comb and go with the clippers? Yep. Why do I do that? You just do it because it blends, you know? Like that, that was the... I love that. And I hated that. <laughs> I hated that I couldn't ask for help. Yeah. Because it was a, and it was in a time where barbering was just taken off. Yeah. It was only like four or five shops on the main Gold Coast Highway where you could go for a cut. Ours yep. being one of them. So 
whenever I said, oh man, is this good? He's like, yes, yes, it's good. You know, like it was like <laughs> that. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. $40, yeah. $40. <laughs> uh, that was like the, that was like the, uh, so I, I really had to like, in a sense, learn on my own. Yeah. Like um, as much as I give credit to who taught me and the boys in the shop who taught me as well, because I would always ask him, yeah. why do you do that? Why do you do that? You know? And they would go, oh, you do this because of this. And I would try and incorporate it. And then, so it wasn't only that, but yeah, there uh, as well, um, before coming to the Barber Academy and teaching students, I was just teaching people who would ask me, yeah, oh, man, exactly. can you teach me to be a barber? Yeah. You know? Yeah, all right. Yeah, you know, but, all right, I'll teach you. <laughs> and that was a huge challenge. Yeah. And it kind of got to a point where I was like... Um, I kind of enjoy this. This yeah. is cool because I love cutting hair. It's so creative. And I realize that I don't just love cutting hair. I love like meeting people and connecting with people. Yeah, that's sick. And I might not connect with everyone. I, I realize that I might not connect with everyone. People probably, I don't, I don't really care what people might think <laughs> yeah, of me. No, but exactly, they might yeah. think that I'm like too loud, too obnoxious, um, trying to, whatever. I don't know. But yeah. um, I've, I like connecting with people. And when I find something that, me and someone connect with it's yeah. like oh cool man we're you know, on like, yeah, yeah like, no. I have fun and I laugh and we laugh and, exactly and um, I, I find that I love that so much teaching somebody um, yeah I, I just found it enjoyable so when when you approached me to you know teach a class back when you were like in um, I know, mermaid, in, li- in our little mermaid you know, shop yeah <laughs> like and um, just to be a part of that yeah. To now where yous are at here, yeah, which is super impressive and super awesome to see yous grow. Um, that's I feel honored to be a part of that. Well, it's cool, man. It's cool seeing. Like I said this to Arthur all the time. I'm like, at the, when we asked you, yeah. I was kind of like, I said to Arthur, I was like, oh, I feel like a bit of a dick asking him because I know he's gonna go like, what? Well, yeah, why would I? <laughs> like kind of thing because <laughs> what? literally, what did we, you think of me, I, well, we obviously. <laughs> And again, I said this in one of our earlier podcasts. Yeah. Like, when you look at somebody's brand, mm. which is bad, you look on Instagram and you just think like, I refer this back to when I was seeing Galani, just in case you say anything. But you'd see like a 10 in a nightclub and you're like, I won't even bother. Yeah. Talk, no, you would, obviously, because you're a 10. Ah, come but, on, mate. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best smelling man in the world ever. Um, Thank you, bro. I, appreciate it. I know I had to put that in. I told you, huh? Um, so yeah, it's like it, that's what I kind of, which is bad, and I have changed that loads now because I've realised people actually like when we reached out to you, you were like straight away, yeah, man, I'd love to do that. Come yeah. in, Arthur went in for a haircut. We did the interview and stuff like that, and I was like, how cool is that? And I was like, that really kind of set the tone for the Barber Academy in general, to be honest, because. It was like we don't need, we were pretty fresh. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, who should we target? And Arthur and myself have been speaking for ages about messaging you because we were like, that's sick. It felt like you completely fit in with our culture. We want it to be fun. We don't want it to be like, come into a classroom. Oh, yeah, come on, guys. This is what we do. This is what we do. It's like, we want it to be fun and we have got a fun team here. So it's like, that was sick. Yeah, I love the team here, man. Like, I feel, I kind of feel, um, because the way that I was taught barbering was very like gray area. Yeah. And when I was a barber, I wish there was something like this. Yeah. You know, because when I was a barber, there was no, the only thing you could do is to go to the, like the school of hairdressing, yep. do a four year apprenticeship, 
but I don't want to learn layering. I don't want to learn this. I don't want to learn that. I just want the, the one month module on barbering, exactly. you know? So there was nothing yep. around like this. So um, I guess I just kind of learned very Which is much. crazy. How street. crazy is that? <laughs> so I, sometimes I feel like, um, sometimes I kind of feel like a bit inadequate coming to teach these guys because I know you have um, all your other teachers in your class teaching proper technique of like, <laughs> mentoring and feathering which i've learned now but yeah um i i sometimes i catch myself thinking damn i'm i'm i don't know i hope i'm connecting with these students but I that's hope- a good thing as well because yeah. you know what it's like man there's some people out there who their egos are off the richter scale yeah. like kind of like yeah, they would go who are, who are these peasants listening to yeah. me like you will never be on my level which is so frustrating because <laughs> i'm like these students are just like I just want to watch. Yeah. Like, and that, that, they're the same with you, man. Like, the amount of people that go, when's Leo doing tracks? When's Leo coming in to do fates? Really? Like, yeah. Oh, man. That's I'm blowing cool. up your head now. Cool. I'm blowing smoke up your ass. <laughs> um, so it's like, it, it is. And it's, it's really cool that you are so humble about it. But also the fact, which you were saying, like, you constantly are learning. Yeah. And that's the best thing about an educator is they constantly want to learn. When they go, I know everything. Yeah we don't want them here kind of thing. Like, yeah. because the students pick up on it and they kind of go like, well, okay, well, if he's learned everything, then like, yeah. what, what, what can I do kind of thing? Yeah. So of yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's a really interesting one. I, I always, it's really good listening to people say like, no, I'm constantly learning. Like, that's why I got into education because I wanted to learn what I was actually teaching. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's a funny one. Anyway, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, All right, last one, because I know you're a busy man. And I was like, this is supposed to be 30 minutes long. I'm like, shit, I've gone over again. I know, Pete, you'll have to edit it, so it threw me down to 30 minutes. Um, So goals for Leo, Faded Plus, products as well. Let's just say the next 12 months, but you can go five ten years whatever you want to do right let's hear it let's hear whatever kind of goals you've got well i know that's a big question yeah i mean um i i i'd like to i'd like to introduce more products yep i'd like to introduce more products and if that gives me enough to step away from barbering a little bit yep i'd like to do that um and I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually going to go back into uh, studying for SMP. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Um, I want to, um, I feel like that's the, like the next logical step. I agree. Me. You know, there's yep. so many guys I meet who are thinning or they want a solution. And yep. I'm always there to be like, oh man, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Where now I could be like, man, I can do this for you. Yeah, I can you do it. Yeah. Um, I've started introducing teeth whitening yep. into Love the it. barbershop. Um, which I haven't really announced yet. This is like my first time. Ta-da! Yeah. There you go. I know. I love um, that. But yeah, I guess, um, yeah, I guess my goals with barbering is, uh, yeah, just keep teaching, keep doing classes, yep. um, just evolve and move forwards. You know, as much as I love barbering, there's, there's more that I want to accomplish personally. Yeah, that's cool. As a dad. Yeah. Um, as a partner, you know, I want to buy a house. Yep. Um, and I think these two things go hand in hand, you know, like with what I want to achieve with my professional life and my personal life. I think, yep. um, yeah, I, I, I've got big plans, but 
we'll, we'll take it as it comes. You know, I, I, love I don't it, like to plan too much. 100%. You know, I like to kind of have a rough plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then go, look, if it goes that way, yeah. superb. Yeah. yeah. Because life's crazy, man. Oh. You know, life takes you, <laughs> life's having many twists and turns. Yep. And I don't know. That's just the person I am. That's just who I am personally. I don't like to plan too much. My, I feel like my older sister, she's very structured, yep. very planned, very organized. And my middle sister, she's somewhat a balance of structured and organized, but living her life and adventurous. And I feel like me, I'm just like the youngest <laughs> in the family. I'm just like, yeah, woo! I'll just surf the wave of life, bro. Like I'll I just it. see what happens, you know? Yep. And you know, I've, I've, I've loved my life so far. There's been, ups and downs. Man. there's been ups and downs and I learn from them and I just keep moving forward, you know, and I love That's my awesome. kids. I love my family. I love where I'm at in life. Uh, and I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be here with We're you. We're grateful to have you, you know? man. We're grateful and to I'm, have you. I'm keen on doing some more classes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just take it as it comes, man. I'll just take it as it comes. Superb. <laughs> Superb. That's the best way to finish a podcast. <laughs> it's so positive, you, man. That's what I love about you. It's like, like <laughs> I, I am not so positive, right? <laughs> I try my best, but it's like, it's great having people like yourself on. Arthur, I think is exactly the same. That's why you two vibe so much. Because yeah. it's just like, love you guys are just like, it doesn't matter what happens. Ah, you know what? Yeah, shit happens. Yeah. We're going to be positive. I love that. So <laughs> nah, it's awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on. You are absolutely killing it. I'm so happy, man. It couldn't happen to a better person, honestly. You, and man. a better smelling man. Um, <laughs> I should probably explain why I say you're a better man and man. We had a Christmas party two years ago and Leo came on. We were on, I, we were on the Yacht Club and I was like, I'm like, somebody smells absolutely amazing. Now, if anybody knows me, they know full well about I love smells. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. I'm like, what's that? Or like a candle or something like that. I'm like, this, the place just has to be smelling yeah, amazing, nice. right? Oh, so I'm like, know. somebody in here smells absolutely amazing. And there was, there would have been a couple of hundred people on the boat. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like it smells sensational. <laughs> now we've got this tanned, tatted up guy, <laughs> like with hardly any buttons done on a white shirt. I think they became undone as the night. Oh, no, they were definitely undone. <laughs> Drinking bottles of red. Oh, man. <laughs> My teeth were so red. It was gross. But the smell on the man was incredible. It was, I didn't even know what you were wearing, but I was like, <laughs> you know what? Ridiculous. I, um, I just literally just bought a $400 Louis Vuitton perfume. That's right. I remember you telling me now, and you put it in a little and thing. I went on eBay and I was like, you know what? I'm sick of wearing perfumes that I spray on one night. Yep. And then, like, by the mid middle of the night, like, Cold. no one can smell them. Yep. So I went on eBay and I bought like a five dollar, yep, like <laughs> like a travel pack, and I remember that I was like, oh sweet, I have a chance to use this. Yeah, superb. And I'm s nothing made me happier than you <laughs> going. Who smells good? Who smells good? Who is that? You? Yeah. That like made my whole night. That made my whole year, man. Man, I was literally like, this is amazing. It worked. It worked. You know. Well, there you so, go. well there's a story for you. That's where we should finish off on, isn't it? Thank you so Thank much, you, man. Bro. You've been I amazing. Appreciate, appreciate Thank you. you Thank me, you guys man. for listening. And yeah, um, I reckon we need to do a part two. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, for two. the barber, barbershop banter. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Easy. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Enjoy. Guys. <laughs>